Oh, fuck. Hey, everybody, and welcome yeah. to the Feeling Well Patreon episode. I'm Ralph, here as always with... Lloyd Howell. Uh, Ralph, if you told me a year ago that I'd be here on a Wednesday evening recording Feeling Well Premium, I'd have called you a liar. I'd have called you a fool. I'd have... Uh, you would have said Ralph. Have assaulted you, you, you. you, Ralph. You, yeah. you said you would have said Ralph. You tell more lies than the leading members of what I call the lying Jewish media. And I'd say Lloyd. Look, <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, in this in this uh, in this fictional alternate history, you can insult yes. me, but I will mm-hmm. not sanction your wanton bigotry. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It's time to hold me accountable, frankly. <laughs> oh my goodness! How c- man, Lloyd Howell, I've gone too far. I've gone too far, Ralph. And and thank you for, thank you for calling attention to this problem. Yeah, that has been swept under the rug for far too long. It's your upbringing. Oh, it's your upbringing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a product of my environment, and uh, and my environment was, um, you know, I was uh, I was I was on that ranch in Waco. You know, mm-hmm. that was a that was a long time ago, but it but it but it sculpted me. It molded me. You and, voted uh, you voted for Ronald Reagan, but what a lot yeah. of people don't understand is that he made America feel good about being American again. You know, that's right. The country right. had it's a, all about it's all about mindset. Yeah, the country we had a little mindset therapy. The country had a spiritual hangover after mm-hmm. Vietnam. And the economic crises uh, and of Jimmy the 70s. Carter. Jimmy Carter. Don't get me started. That wimp, Jimmy Carter. That peanut farmer. Mm-hmm. So, oh, a, Lloyd, oh, a, Lloyd, a Lloyd Howell president, if I ever knew one, you know? Ugh, makes me sick. Yes. He, he, he implemented austerity. But with with mm-hmm. an air of like, oh, America, you have to you have to eat your vegetables, you know, just just all about mm-hmm. signaling his own virtue, you know, like, yeah. oh, I'm a good yeah. person. But then Ronald Reagan, the the good vibes candidate uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, slides on down the pike and he's like, fuck all that. We're just going to charge everything to a credit card and mm-hmm. and and fucking party and get this economy and, back on track. And it worked. And it worked, and like, and 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 here we are. We're still cruising. Things are looking up. There has to, there has been there has thanks to Reagan. There has been uh, not even a speed bump ever since. Not not a single one. And uh, and we look back at that man of vision as his uh, as his brain kind of evaporated before our very eyes, and we can say with confidence and we can say with pride, like there was a guy. There was a guy who was vibing the whole time he was in office. Yes. You know, he was living in the moment. Like, does he know? Does he know your face? No, he does not. Does he know where he is right now? No, he does not. Um, but does he have a vision for what this country mm-hmm. actually is? For what this country actually means? And yeah. for what this for what this people in their beautiful um, in their in their kind of merging of. Uh, of of pathos and, sure. and intense material wealth, what they decided to then manifest, you know, would not have happened as it has without that without that 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 uh, that kind of rickety hand at the tiller. Lloyd is know? a Lloyd is considers himself a compassionate conservative. Of course, when George W. Bush uh, suggested that John McCain had a had a 
black child out of wedlock in the year 2000. Mm -hmm. Lloyd frowned. He still voted for the man because he respected his yeah. father so much. But mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. he did not approve of, uh, of, of that type of mudslinging. I've read, I've read, I've read no. several books about Reagan in, in the uh, uh, relatively recently. And it's funny, when he was president, not only did he just constantly watch movies, um, mm -hmm. but like he would often just watch his own old movies. Oh, really? Yeah, like he would oh. just kind of like, you know, I guess like there were, you know, some nights he would just feel nostalgic and, and, and throw on an, an old flick he was in. And this is very interesting. With uh, He actually hosted a screening of Warren Beatty's uh, Reds with Warren Beatty and others mm. in attendance. Um, Interesting. And Reds, of course, is, oh. a, is, a, uh, is, a, is a sweeping epic about uh, the American so I, I haven't seen the movie but I understand it's like about the fall of the American Communist Party in the early 20th yeah. century uh, and and uh, Warren Beatty is inspired by the Bolshevik uh, revolution and there's a romance between him and Diane Keaton set against that backdrop mm -hmm. and you would think why would Ronald Reagan of all people host a screening of that film at the White House uh, and the book I read it in was this uh, recent book uh, by Jay Oberman called uh, Make My Day, Movie Culture in the Age of Reagan. And uh, he was saying, like, well, critics at the time, a lot of them, sure, like some of them said it was like uh, uh, Hollywood commie bullshit, but a lot of them were just like uh, the Bolshevik Revolution. It's just a arbitrary, exotic backdrop for the romance. And it's like, oh, maybe Reagan saw it that yeah. way. But also, uh, given, you know, how Reds ends and what would become of the American Communist Party, maybe to Reagan's mind, it was a happy ending. And I don't know, that's just me yeah, recapitulating a little uh, a, a passage from a book I read recently, but just to that point. Yeah. But it just goes to show how uh, how art can't uh, affect social change, how someone could even... Not a, not a single, not, a, not one iota. Yeah. It's not happening. And I haven't, a, I haven't seen, yeah. nor do I think it should... But I haven't seen Reds. I'm sure it's not like a, 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 a like you know Warren Beatty is you know a, a liberal or, or or leftish by Hollywood standards, sure. But like I'm, I I I wouldn't bet my life it's some searing uh, piece of leftist art. But even if it were, not like, likely. Yeah, like gotta assume. Like people can like watch. People can like absorb an artwork, and even like understand its message and like get it and appreciate it. And be like, huh, that's interesting. But then, mm -hmm. then they, it's just like it doesn't trouble their compass. It doesn't like change their political DNA. Like culture doesn't do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, that's something that we that we talk about now and again. Like you know, movies by people that we find personally reprehensible, um, and like you know, and and which also have political content, which you know you might also find repugnant those 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 pieces of those pieces of work those films as um well, as art which can be still some which can still have something of value for for any viewer well i was thinking theory. i mean sure there's that but i was thinking more somewhat the reverse where it's like what that passage made me think of was when parasite came out um a lot mm. of people, oh, yeah. a lot of people were like, "Well, how?" And I'm not a huge fan of Parasite. I didn't like it as much as other people, but like a lot of uh, a lot of people were saying, "Like, well, how how radical or how leftist is this really? If it's winning Academy mm -hmm. Awards 
and it's on Barack Obama's list of of favorite year-end films. But it's just like, well, maybe maybe some of those people don't get it, or maybe they do, and it doesn't matter. They're like, ah, yes, I see that that this is this is a this is a this is a drama or a satire. Uh, applying that school of thought in such a way and it's entertaining and it's interesting like they could understand it and then it just it, it that's yeah. that's it that's fine the same as i could watch like a, yep. a, a fascist or or whatever you want to call it like a pro-capitalist work of art and i can appreciate appreciate mm-hmm. it on its merits and then i'm like well that's sure. not how i feel and then i i, I walk I, I walk away from it you know yeah 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 um boy you know uh estranged uh um guest of the of the show boss had a had a good tweet um that was like what was it i i i I liked parasite but i couldn't get over how rude the poor people were right yeah or something you know and that's uh there's something to that did you like parasite you know was that a was that a fun a fun viewing experience uh i like i liked it fine um yeah i uh i um i didn't seem to like it as much as most other people but i thought it was it was a fine film did you like it it was a good time yeah i enjoyed it um i i've 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 liked everything i've seen that uh that jong boon ho has made um you know what i saw the other night that um i wanted to ask you about i saw i saw uh basic instinct um Mm -hmm. 1992's basic instinct starring uh michael douglas and sharon stone of course um uh and you know sharon stone directed by paul verhoeven uh yeah by Paul Verhoeven, yes, and uh, and and Sharon Stone, of course, is uh, is an absolute dime in this movie. Oh, um, hot hottest you know, woman Michael, of all time at the time of filming, hottest woman in the world, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, Michael Douglas, he's uh, he's 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 having a, you know, he's chewing the scenery, but he but he's 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 kind of he's kind of putting in a in a fun performance like he like he does. Um, but I found I found it. Because that's like like Basic Instinct is is kind of revered as like a real classic of that era, right? But um, I uh, I don't know about that. Is that I mean it's a very it's a very famous movie, but I don't think it's like yeah. something that that the critical class or even or even like Verhoeven auteurists necessarily hold in like an especially esteemed oh, okay. regard. Like people love um, Starship Troopers. People love uh, oh, yeah. RoboCop yeah. and Total Recall, of course. But Basic Instinct, I right. feel like, is not really considered a top-shelf Verhoeven. But it is at least an sure. iconic movie, if not one that's yes, you know, considered yes. like a the critically a great accomplishment. But but you were and it is by it, it is an example. It well, I mean, I I mean, as as we've kind of uh, lamented on this show, um, it does have it does have like a real sense of like sexiness. Like it's a sexy movie, which is something oh, that big you, time. Uh, yeah. that you don't, yeah, that you don't, and a don't lot of really people see anymore. And something um, my my re- I've only seen the film once about like a year and mm-hmm. change ago, but uh, you watch it anticipating the scene in which you briefly glimpse uh, Sharon Stone's pussy lips. But what's less yeah. talked about is that you also just see her fully nude in several other scenes of the film. Yeah, but it's the yeah. leg um, uncrossing scene that is the flagship one. It's I, I I can't believe I'm saying this, and like like maybe a little bit too much nudity. Like there was a lot of nudity in it. And like I'm not I'm not complaining about about seeing you know Sharon Stone and in, in the at her and at her absolute prime. But like you know, 
it's uh, you wanted to be teased a little bit more. I guess I did. I guess I did. Like she's she's fully nude a lot in this movie, which I guess was part of the allure of the uh, of, of going to see this thing. But um, I don't know. Like like I also felt like the last that like the last forty five minutes. The mystery was not satisfying as it resolved itself. Well, the like movie, the it's movie, not like a great. Mystery. Yeah, the movie is not fresh in my mind. Uh, I, I probably, yeah. I, I couldn't even map out the plot. I, I remember not thinking like, "Oh, this is a great movie." But why, why would you say there's too yeah. much nudity? Like you, you, you felt um, that the nudity uh, came at the like, expense of of the of the movie entire in some way. I think, I think it kind of. Um, I think it made it a little less sexy, I guess. Like, cause there's, there's a couple of, there's a couple of key moments where like, you know, I mean, if we're, if we're trying to reverse engineer, like what makes these older movies sexy in a way that modern movies are not, I mean, like there is, there is like a, a, a sense of voyeurism and like you do, you do have like several scenes in that movie where like Michael Douglas is like sneaking around Sharon Stone's house and like kind of viewing her across the way, like, you know, dressing undressing whatever um and like that's that's part of it but those scenes happen constantly um like there's there's sure you know there, there's like a handful of those there's a there's a you know several several scenes well, maybe where the like, movie well maybe the movie's not supposed to be because i know what you're saying like you're saying uh you found it uh desensitizing maybe in some way mm-hmm. or at least and you know you don't watch a, a quote-unquote sexy movie the same way you watch right. uh uh, pornography, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, se- you know, the, in, a, in, a, in a, a sexy movie has sexual tension. Um, and again, basic instinct is not fresh in my mind. I don't know if I agree or disagree, but what you're referring mm-hmm. to is, uh, you know, not just getting the goods every which way there's sort of some kind of, uh, aesthetic, uh, uh, delicate dance that, that gets you right and horned. Yeah. But um, but th- could it be that the movie is maybe then not supposed to be conventionally sexy? Because it is Verhoeven, right? I haven't seen Showgirls, sure. which is the big the big one. That's oh, like I the, have not seen that. That's one. the one that a lot of people have the big revisionist take on that it's that it's actually good, you know. But I've never seen it, and okay. that's supposed to be his you know his most gratuitous film in that regard. But I, uh, I think its defenders hmm. would argue some version of it. That the that the gratuity is is the or the gratuitousness is the point. Yeah, but, but I don't know. If I that wonder. I mean, to you know, I his basic instinct seems more I'm, mainstream I'm, than Showgirls or some of his other films too. So yeah, yeah I, I think so. I think so. I mean, but like I'm 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 imagining this compared to <laughs> damn those feeling well boys. Don't they just know how to create that perfect podcast sensation? Isn't that great? I think it's really something. Um. However, okay, bad news first. That's the that's the end of the uh, of the of the freeloaders portion, as I've taken to calling it. Um, that's just a, that's just a nice little teaser, you know, so you can kind of understand understand what you're missing, what you are now currently missing. Um, good news is you can correct the state of affairs by heading on over to Patreon.com/slash/FeelingWell. Now, what you can do over there. Is you can sign up for uh, for just for just five dollars a month, which is a which is a piddling amount of money. You get double the uh, double the episodes. That's an extra episode per week. 
um, debuting every every Thursday morning, um, you know, instead of uh, instead of just the the free one on Monday, and uh, and you get you get access to our our exclusive cabal of uh, of like minded individuals um, on that website. Um, really, uh, really, we're really building something over there. Um, and again, that that's a uh, that's patreon.com slash feeling well. You know the URL, folks. The next step is yours. See you next time.